You're listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. I want to take a moment tonight and I want to focus on this subject for just a few moments. At the right place, at the right time. You know, that's what the Christmas story was. The Christmas story, it took place in Bethlehem. That was no accident. It's exactly where Jesus had been prophesied that he would be born. At the right time, Galatians 4, the Bible tells us that when the fullness of time was come. That word fullness, it means completion. It means that the timetable was exactly on schedule with what God wanted it to be. You know, it's an amazing thing that God does not make mistakes. With God, there are no accidents. God was not up in heaven nervously wondering and trying to figure out how he was going to send his son to be born into this world. Everything happened exactly according to God's plan. The choir sang that this is the Christmas story. It is the greatest story ever told, and indeed it is, but it was a story that was orchestrated by God before time ever began. I think about times in my life that I was in the right place at the right time. Now, I don't think that uh, basketball is really that important, especially if you uh, saw my team play in high school. We weren't that good. I wasn't all that good, but I remember one game I was in the right place at the right time. There was, uh, there were just a few seconds left on the clock. Our team was down by one point. One of my teammates was shooting a free throw and I was just there. My teammate shot the first free throw and missed it. And the rebound came back to me. I'd like to say that I jumped higher than everybody and I hustled more than anybody, but I don't think I did. It just kind of came right to me. And when you've got the ball and you're just a few feet away from your basket, what's the logical thing to do? You shoot it. And I'm so glad that there were not video cameras recording that game because I promise you it was the ugliest shot probably ever taken. I caught it. I remember just kind of looking around and thinking, might as well. And I threw it up and it went in and we won the game. And of course, after the game, you act like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen and I had it all planned. I really didn't, but I was in the right place at the right time. I remember a few years ago, I don't even know if I've ever told this story. I was afraid that somebody would come back and claim it, but we were out soul winning. It was on a Thursday morning. It was a cold day. I think it was in uh, March. We were passing out flyers for Easter. And I remember I was walking down the sidewalk and none of our church members were nearby. No neighbors were out. Nobody was out in the yards. Nobody was on the sidewalk. And as I'm walking down the sidewalk, I look down on the sidewalk and there was a $100 bill. Now, you know your first reaction? You think it's a fake, don't you? You think it's one of those little, you know, pamphlets or little, you know, attention grabbers. And so I remember at first I thought, somebody's watching to see if I'm going to pick it up. And then I just got to look in and I thought, boy, if that's a fake, that sure looks real. And so I reached down and I picked it up and I just put it in my pocket. But again, nobody is around and I just keep walking. And 
after the next house, you know, curiosity got the best of me and I pulled it out and I looked at it and I thought, that is the real thing. You say, what'd you do with it? I tithed off of it and I think I spent the rest on something. I kept it. But you know, I was just in the right place at the right time. You know, the Christmas story was the right place at the right time. You see, the place was Bethlehem. Well, why Bethlehem? Why do, we, why do we sing about Bethlehem? And why is Bethlehem such an important part? Because that was the exact place where Jesus was to be born. The Bible says in Luke chapter 2, in verse number uh, 3, uh, that all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. The Bible says that Joseph went up from Galilee. He was born in Bethlehem. That was his city, but he didn't stay there. He moved away. And so when the time came, he went back to Bethlehem, verse 4. He went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. You see, Bethlehem was no accident. That was Joseph's home city. It was no coincidence that Joseph was a descendant of David, and that was the city of David. Bethlehem, we sing the song, Oh, little town of Bethlehem. And that's not just a cute song. That's an accurate historical description. Bethlehem was a small place. Some uh, Bible scholars tell us that there were no more than a thousand and maybe only a couple hundred people that lived in Bethlehem at the time. It would not have been the city that perhaps we would have picked, but it was the city that God chose and it was the right place. It was about 80 miles of a journey from Nazareth down to Bethlehem, but God put Joseph and Mary in the right place at the right time. It's interesting that Bethlehem, the name Bethlehem literally means the house of bread. And is it any wonder that the bread of life would be born in Bethlehem? The bread of life, Jesus Christ, who said, He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. John chapter 6 and verse 35. We see that it was the right place, but we see also that it was the right time. Galatians 4, when the fullness of time was come, Jesus came at the right time. The Bible, we have the Old Testament and we have the New Testament. From the end of the Old Testament to the start of the New Testament, there are approximately 400 years of silent years where God did not speak through the prophets, where God did not speak through the messengers. And after 400 years when people thought that there was no word from God, all the word of God himself, Jesus Christ in the flesh came on the scene to seek and to save that which was lost. God used the place and God used the timing and God used the decree from Caesar Augustus. Caesar Augustus was not even a Jewish ruler. He was a Roman ruler, but God used his law. God used the prophecy from the Old Testament prophets. God used a star in the sky. God used the angels. God used the innkeeper. I know the innkeeper usually gets a pretty bad rap, but can I tell you, he was probably a good innkeeper. He 
filled up all the rooms he had. And Bethlehem was a small place. And it was probably the innkeeper that said, I don't have a room, but you're welcome to use this manger. You're welcome to use this cave in the back to at least get some shelter. Can I tell you, had Jesus not been in that manger, it probably would have been hard for those shepherds to find him probably would have been difficult for them to come and to, to barge into a house and barge into an inn at that time. But because Jesus was in that manger, those shepherds had a direct route, that easy access to the place where Jesus was born. God used a manger also, I believe, to prove that you don't need a lot of stuff. You don't need a fancy building. You don't need a lot of glamour. You don't need a lot of wealth of this world. You only need Jesus. And this Christmas, if you think of nothing else, or you remember nothing else, remember that Jesus started in a very humble place, in a manger. He left the glory of heaven, and he came down to be born in a manger. And he was born in a manger, and he died on a cross. Can I tell you, you don't need a whole lot in between. You just need Jesus. That's all you need. God used the shepherds. God used the wise men. The wise men had to travel from over 500 miles away. You say, why would God use wise men from 500 miles away? Maybe to prove that the word of God is good for everybody. The word of God can travel across the miles and the word of God can travel to other lands and other nations and the word of God is not bound and it proves that the Bible message is for everyone. We often in our lives... We often desire to be in the right place at the right time. Can I tell you, there's a lot of times in my life where I didn't know what the right place was. There have been a lot of instances in my life when I didn't know what the right time was. We focus a lot on the when and we focus a lot on the where. But can I tell you, the Bible focuses a lot on the what and on the who. And if we will establish the what, you say, well, what, what are you talking about, the what? If we will establish what we're supposed to do, if we'll take care of doing what God has commanded us to do, God has a way of putting us in the right place. And God has a way of putting us there at the right time. You see, God is good with details. God is good with organization. God is good at orchestration and putting everybody in the right place at the right time. It was the servant of Abraham who was on a mission searching for a bride for Isaac. And when he found that bride for Isaac, he simply said, I was just in the way that God led me. And he said, I was just in the way and God is the one that directed me. You see, in the Christian life, if we will follow Jesus... If we'll just do what he's told us to do, he'll take care of the when and he'll take care of the where. Don't stress the details. I know that's easier said than done, especially at Christmas time. Christmas time is a, a time when it seems like everybody gets stressed and everybody is worried and everybody's in a panic and everybody is in a frenzy. But don't stress the details. Don't stress the timing. Let God put you in the right place at the right time. You see, God can and God will if you'll trust him. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 58, the Bible says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, 
always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Say, Pastor, I'm not sure where I'm supposed to be. I'm not sure when I'm supposed to be there. Well, I don't know either, but I know this. I know what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be serving God. I don't know exactly what's going to happen in your life tomorrow or the next day, but I know a good way to start tomorrow. Why don't you start in the Word of God? I know a good way to start the next day is to start it in prayer. I know a good way to start every day is to spend time with God. I know a great way to live every day is to live for God. And a great way to live every week is to live for others and live for the work of God. James chapter 4, the Bible says, Therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him it is sin. You see, we're not always going to know the where. We're not always going to know the when. But God has given us the what. And I think the Christmas story is such a perfect example that God works out all the details. God sent His Son Jesus to be born at the right time and in the right place. And if God can take care of those details, God can take care of the details in your life. God can take care of the details in my life at the right place, at the right time. In your life, you may not know the where and you may not know the when, but I'm glad that God has given us the what. He has given us His Word. He has given us the Bible. Some Christians don't really know the what and some Christians really don't know what they're supposed to do and they really don't know what's right and they really don't know what God expects, but it's not God's fault. Because God has given us His Word. And if we're going to know the what, we must give ourselves every day to this book. You say, well, Pastor, it's Christmas, and of course at Christmas time we're going we're to be so spiritual and we're going to focus on Jesus. I hope so. But did you know sometimes it's at Christmas when Jesus has to take a back seat? Sometimes it's at Christmas where the things of God take second place to the things that we want. And this Christmas, my challenge to you is let's focus on the what. Let's focus on pleasing God. Let's focus on doing what God has called us to do. Let's focus on the Word of God. Uh, let's determine every day we're going to do what God has told us and what God has called us to do. Thank you for listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at vbcrr.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.